I had anticipated doing a, a different message when we were planning on meeting in person today, and I, I decided uh, through prayer and to put that off until next week when we're able to be back together. And because of that, I decided I would go ahead and do one more Christmas message. I know you've heard uh, the Christmas ser- a message and the, the story of Christmas over and over uh, in the month of December and trying to pull out different aspects of that. But there's one more aspect of this that I want to pull out this year. I had written this down actually around Thanksgiving as I was planning out exactly what we were going to do for our Christmas series. And it just didn't fit with the kind of the flow of where I landed. But I, I think today it would be appropriate for us to uh, dig into this topic one more time. And, and also, I, I would say, because we've, we've read the, the story of Christmas... We've done passages throughout the month of December on that. I'm not going to read a specific text, but I'm going to draw from primarily Matthew 2 and Luke 2 with a little bit of uh, Luke 1 as well in in what I talk about today. So you can find that uh, information in those chapters. And if you have the church app, feel free to follow along with my notes. They're in a a fairly abbreviated form of what I'm going to do today. But Christmas is a a time of giving. It's a time of not only giving gifts, but it's a time of receiving gifts. It's a time of celebrating the fact that Jesus has come. It's a time for us to think back to the meaning of Christmas and the reason for the season, as many would say. But I would tell you that it's also not just that, but it is a time for sharing the good news. It's a time for us to proclaim not only that he has come, but with the reason that he has come and what that does in your life and in my life. And and with that in mind, I'm going to briefly just talk about the messengers of Christmas. We'll talk about the messengers of Christmas. One of the, of course, the, the primary messengers about Christmas is the prophets of the Old Testament. God spoke to prophets in various ways, and in a a multitude of of places throughout the Scripture, God told about the fact that the Messiah would come, and that he would be born in Bethlehem, and that he would be of the seed of David, and, and so on and so forth. All of these prophets prophesying that the Messiah would come, and, and the various components and aspects of that. They declared that he was coming. So even before he came, even before that night in Bethlehem, the message of Christmas had been put out there over and over and over. And as we've looked at, the the Jews were anticipating the Messiah coming. They, They were holding to those prophecies, anticipating that Jesus, or not Jesus, as they didn't know what his name was going to be, they didn't know what he'd be called, but the Christ, the Messiah, that he would be coming. And they were anticipating that every single year, looking forward to a Messiah coming to deliver them, not necessarily from their sin, but from their oppression and from their enemies. So we have the prophets of old, but, but in addition to the prophets of old who are a messenger of Christmas, we have the angels. Angels are everywhere in the Christmas story. Even prior to uh, the angels coming to Mary, the angel of the Lord comes to Zechariah, the, the husband of Elizabeth, who is Mary's cousin, and tells him that they are going to have a child, that uh, Elizabeth is barren, and the angel says that they're going to have a child, and when that child comes, he needs to name him a certain way. And, and Zechariah, of course, isn't uh, as much of a man of faith as he should be, and so 
he then becomes mute for the next nine months until he names his child John. And when he does that, his tongue is loose and he's able to speak. But, but an angel is the one who brought that message to him. An angel is the one who came to Mary and brought the message that she was the chosen one. She was the highly favored one who was going to give birth to a child who would be of the Holy Spirit. And that child would be the Messiah. Angels always coming in this story and speaking. It was the angels who came to Joseph in a dream and said that he should go ahead and not be afraid, but to take Mary to be his wife, because that which was conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. He has a dream, and that the angel comes in the middle of that. I, don't, I have a lot of dreams, but I, I don't know that I have very many dreams where angels come to me, and, and I don't have any experience what I know of where an angel has actually come and talked to me. Maybe an angel has, and I've missed it, maybe... It, I, I thought it was something else. The Bible does say that we can entertain angels unaware when we're, we're not really cognizant of who we're talking to or what's going on, and it could be an angel of the Lord, but to my knowledge, that hasn't happened. The angels also, they came to the shepherds out in the field watching their flocks by night, and the, the angel of the Lord comes and begins to speak and tell them that the child, the Messiah they have been waiting for, is born that day in the city of David, and gives them instructions about how they're going to find that child. And then an angelic host comes and joins in and speaks words of peace and of comfort and of prophecy about what is taking place. The prophets were messengers of Christmas. The, the angels were messengers of Christmas. But there's another messenger of Christmas. It is the star of Bethlehem. It is the star that foretold exactly where the Messiah would be. It was prophesied actually in the Old Testament. We looked at that a couple of weeks ago, but that star spoke to the wise men, the magi, and told them where the Messiah was to be born, that, that the king of the Jews was going to be born. So this past week, there was what has been termed the Christmas star, where Jupiter and Saturn passed by each other in their orbits. And I don't know if that's really the Christmas star. I don't really know if that's what took place 2,000 plus years ago in Bethlehem. I really don't know. But all I know is that the star told things that were coming. It was a foretelling of what was taking place in Bethlehem that night. In fact, there is, there's a documentary called The Star of Bethlehem. And the, the person that does the documentary, he, he says that the nighttime sky, and he, he ran all of these different program, this program to come up with all of this information. And whether it's totally accurate or not, I don't know. But Jupiter, of course, being part of that scenario, Jupiter is the, the king planet pro pronouncing that there is a king. And then Leo the lion the lion being the symbol of Judah, that out of Judah will come a king. And even things such as Venus, which is a woman and in, in the night sky, and Virgo, which the word means virgin, that a woman, a virgin, will conceive and bear a son. I, I don't know if all of that's true, but I do know this, that the star, when it appeared, it proclaimed and pronounced that the Messiah was to be born or had just been born. That star was a messenger of Christmas. Not only was that star a, a messenger of Christmas, but also the wise men when they came to uh, Jerusalem and they talked to Herod, they proclaimed him to him that the Messiah had been born. They were a messenger. 
I, I mentioned this last week when they asked the question. They didn't say, is he born? But they said, where is he who has been born king of the Jews? They declared him to be the king of the Jews. They declared that the Messiah had indeed been born. The shepherds, they also declared that the Messiah had been born when they saw Jesus as that babe wrapped in swaddling cloths in a manger and they saw him and they proclaimed what they had seen and what they had heard. That is, in fact, the pattern of the proclamation of the gospel that we see early on in this Christmas story. The angels tell the shepherds and the shepherds tell everyone that they saw that night. The star speaks to the wise men who can understand astronomy and they can understand the night sky and they can read all of that. And the wise men proclaimed that the Messiah had been born to Herod. It wasn't just hearing the message for themselves, but it was proclaiming the message to others. That is the pattern of the proclamation of the gospel of the Christmas story. It is in fact the pattern that you and I should be using in the day in which we live to not only hear the story, but to experience the story and then to share the story with those who are around him. Those who are around us need to hear about Jesus Christ. They need to know about the story of Christmas, that it's not just a story, but it is a present day reality. It has been said that wise men still seek him. And that is unquestionably true that that people who have wisdom still seek after the Messiah. They still seek after the one who was born in a stable in Bethlehem. The one who was placed in a manger. They still seek after him. They should do that. But what is also true is that Christians are still to point the way. That Christians are still to tell the story of Christmas. Christians are still to be messengers of Christmas. Just like the prophets of old and just like the angels and just like the star and just like the shepherds and just like the wise men, we too are to be messengers of Christmas. We too are to share what we know and what we have experienced and what we have seen and what we have felt. We are to share that with others. It is the task that God has placed on us. It's not enough to talk about the Christmas story. It's not enough to talk about all the ins and outs and talk about the stable and the manger and there's no room in the inn and talk about the angels and talk about the sheep and the shepherds and the wise men and the gifts. All of that is great, but it's not enough just to talk about it amongst ourselves, but we must also be messengers of Christmas. So the question I have For you today, will you declare to the world that the Messiah has come? Will you declare that he is still looking for places to abide? On that first Christmas night, Mary and Joseph, they couldn't find a place to stay. They couldn't find an inn to go into, so they ended up in a stable. There was no room in the inn, so they ended up in a place where animals were kept. Jesus born into that. I don't think Jesus really cared. I think that was all part of his plan to show that he, he wasn't just some royalty, that he was coming for you and for me. He was coming for the common person, but he is still looking for places to abide. He is still looking for the hearts of men that he can live on the inside of. That is what your job and mine is this Christmas, is to tell the story of Jesus 
to still tell not just that first Christmas story and to repeat it over and over, not just to sing songs about it, but to tell about what it means and how it can impact and change hearts and lives today. Because the Christmas story is not just about then, it's about now. And it's not just about now, but it's about eternity. It's about Jesus Christ saving people. So this was brief today, and, and, and I did that on purpose because watching lengthy things on, on Facebook or YouTube or the church website, however you're doing that, can be a, tedious at times. But I do have a couple of calls to action for you today. The first is this, I, I want you to commit to following Jesus for all of your days. It's not enough to make a one-time pronouncement of faith it's not enough to have a one-time salvation experience it's not enough to experience the new birth and it be a, 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 something that happened way in the past but it needs to be a present reality as we talked about last week but recommit today that you're going to follow him forever that as long as you're here you will follow jesus christ but in addition to that i want you to commit to being a christmas messenger Commit to telling people that the Savior has come. Commit to telling people that not only has He come, but He is still looking for people to save. He hasn't reached His limit. He hasn't reached the heaven is not full, but there are more, there is more room in heaven for people today. As the old song says, there is room at the cross for one. There's still room for people to come into a saving relationship with Jesus Christ. And you need to tell them, not only does he want them to be saved, but they can be saved today. That he wants them to experience his salvation today. But just like with all of Christianity, it's not just that we're to be Christmas messengers now. Not just Christmas messengers when everybody's celebrating the gifts that they've gotten or still maybe some they're going to give more gifts and receive other gifts it's not enough to do that in this one season of the year but would you commit to sharing the message of jesus christ all year round we are joining in a long lineage a long line of people who have been christmas messengers from the prophets of old to the angels to the star to the wise men to the shepherds to the Christians that have lived for the last 2,000 years pointing the way to Jesus Christ, we must join them and be part of what they are doing. We must share the gospel of Jesus Christ at every opportunity. In fact, I would tell you, not only just at every opportunity, not just when things come and, and opportunity arises, but we should make opportunity to share the gospel of Jesus Christ, to be a messenger not only of Christmas, but of Jesus Christ. That's my prayer for you today. In fact, why don't we close in prayer as we wrap up this service today. Lord, I pray that you would be with us, that you would help us to be the messengers of Christmas that we need to be, that we would be messengers that would tell others, Lord, not only that you came, not only even, even for the purpose of your coming, but that you want to live inside the hearts and lives of men and women today. Lord, you have saved us so that we could share the gospel with others. It is your plan. It is your process. I pray, Lord, that you would 
reach down and touch the lives and hearts of all of those who are watching this, that you would give them a boldness, that you would give them wisdom, that you would give them a passion to share the good news of Jesus Christ with everybody that they come in contact with. And Lord, we thank you not only for saving us, but for all the others that will be saved through our testimony, through our sharing of the gospel, our sharing of the good news, through our discipling others. Lord, I thank you for the multitude that you will have in heaven with us that were impacted by what you have done in us and through us. We thank you and give you praise. And everybody said, Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're going to anticipate being in person next week. Have a great service planned for you next week. Go in the grace of God today. Enjoy this holiday season. Enjoy the new year. Enjoy your family. Enjoy your friends. God bless you. Have a great day in Jesus' name.